Good evening, America, and welcome to Restoring Your Republic, brought to you by Republic for the United States of America.org. Lawfully restoring our constitutional republic, peacefully and lawfully and legally. And it's all been done and waiting for you. So please come accept your gift and learn how to operate it. Seems to me that the American people are so confused probably more confused than the rest of the world as far as, oh, maybe the uh, a good barometer would be quote-unquote wokeness. And wokeness has a lot of different facets, and that's what we're, we're all fighting in this battle of what we're in. Why you've been doing what you've been doing, Joe, and why we've all been holding office for the American people all these plus years. Because we figured out the answer to the question is why are we so confused? The answer to the question is, is that we as American people are raised in a Judeo-Christian point of view. Uh, that point of view comes from the Bible. It says that uh, we are king and queen on this land, that nobody can dictate to us, but we don't allow them to dictate to us. And that was pretty prevalent up until the wars. And we've often said that the bankers control the wars, and that way they control the people. I'll give you a good example. So organized medicine really wasn't available at that time in our country or anywhere around the world. But the wars brought people in, and they brought them under military command and military point of view and got them to accept this and take orders without question, and organized medicine came about. Organized medicine is good in a lot of ways, and it's bad in a lot of ways. It just depends upon how it's used. It's your lead-in with the jab. So the point of view changed along with the banking system. It was an orchestrated domino, and so here we are today. We think that we are kings and queens on the land, that nobody can dictate to us anything that we don't want dictated to us, that we don't want to accept, that we can smell a rat. We know there's one out there. We may not be able to have hands-on proof, but we probably do. Yet we're kings and queens on the land. And nobody can dictate to us, but we don't allow them to dictate to us. Well, we don't willfully come in contract with. So here we are today. They're done with us. They know we woke up. They know that their end is near. And I haven't had a chance to go down the rabbit hole. It just came up before we got on the show. But even Elon Musk was pointedly given a threat at the World Economic Forum meeting apparently today. So what he's done with Twitter and the release of the files and everything that's supposed to come about this week must apparently lead to the doorstep of the World Economic Forum. And haven't we all known for a long time that that's one big corrupt institution that probably masterminds this whole thing because rule number one applies, and that's follow the money. And that's where it ends up those representatives, those people. And if they're speaking out against Musk and what he's doing, then they must have some skin in the game. I find that interesting. But you know what? Joe, it really doesn't surprise me because I've been following this trail of dominoes like you have for a long time. And it's finally getting to that point of where we're going to have to stand up, America, and be who we say we are. 
I knew something was wrong in this world. I I couldn't put my finger on it. A movie came out some like I think some 22, 23 years ago called The Matrix. And in this certain clip that I want to share with you, America, there's a man by the name of Morpheus that's standing in a black trench coat. I believe it's leather, and he's got mere glasses on. And a young woman brings this gentleman in this kind of dark-lit room, and this gentleman's name is Neil. So Morpheus, he said, at last, welcome, Neil. As you no doubt have guessed, I am Morpheus. And Neil says, oh, it's an honor to meet you. And Morpheus says, no, the honor is mine. Please sit down. I imagine that right now that you are feeling a little bit like Alice tumbling down the rabbit hole, Neil said. I'd say that, and Morpheus says, I could see it in your eyes. You have a look of a man who accepts what he sees because he's expecting to wake up. Ironically, this is not far from the truth. Okay, so then Morpheus says, do you believe in fate, Neil? And Neil says, no. And Morpheus says, why? Neil says, because I don't like the idea that I'm not in control of my own life. And Morpheus says, I know exactly what you mean. Let me tell you why you were here. You were here because you know something. What you know, you can't explain. But you feel it. You felt it your entire life that there is something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's like a splinter in your mind driving you mad. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know what it is? And Morpheus continued. He said, the matrix is everywhere. It's all around us. It's even in this room. You can see it when you look out your window and when you turn on the television. Oh, you can feel it when you go to work, when you go to church, when you go and pay your taxes. The matrix is the world that has been pulled down over your eyes to blind you from the truth, Neil says. What truth? Morpheus says that you are a slave like everyone else. You were born into bondage, into a prison you cannot smell or taste or touch, a prison for your mind. Unfortunately, no one can be told what the matrix is. You, you, America, have to see it for yourself. And with that, I yield the floor back to you, Governor Carpenter. Yeah, they always project their punch, don't they, you know? Um, uh-huh. They allow uh, us the morality or the encourage us the morality through organized religion and education and medicine. And basically, they they programmed our perspective. You know, and that fits right in with MK Ultra and and everything else. You know, if you really stop and take a look and watch the dominoes, it all leads to where we are today. I find it difficult to talk about all the problems that we face because there are so many, and everybody's plagued with their own individual assault. And it's up to each individual to figure out who they are and to make that stand and draw that line and claim that victory in the name of Yahuwah. But it's a hard thing to do. It's easy to talk about. It really comes from having that 
that perspective, and that perspective has to, you've got to achieve that. It's a, it's a focus, a readjustment. I'm not saying it's condemning anybody. I'm just trying to share some reality, some learned things that I've, I've learned from this meeting of wonderful people that we've uh, been so blessed to have in our midst in the Republic. Their accomplishments are numerous. You know, through many minds come wisdom and uh, knowledge. And so I'm just trying to be encouraging. This is our year, 2023, folks. This is that year where what we're talking about today is going to become your reality. And you need to start going down that rabbit hole and figuring it out. That's why we're all here. You know, the the interesting thing to me, uh, Governor and I had a little conversation a couple hours ago. You know what is interesting? In D.C. right now, America voted in November, and they were able to squeak the House over to the Republicans who said, well, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And they painted this beautiful picture of all the things they're going to do. And today we find out they can't even put their own Speaker of the House. Three votes, the exact same number came out three times, and McCarthy can't seem to get over the hump. Now, the uh, Democratic guy, I, I mean, you know, the guy that impeached Trump way back before he even took the oath, well, he's getting all kind of votes. But McCarthy, the Republican, who promised the nation that he was going to do all these great and wonderful things, you know, like side with the Democrats on about half the stuff in the last couple of years, turn over everything that you, the American people, have to the Democrats, that McCarthy, the one who stabbed you in the back for the last two years, that McCarthy. He can't get enough votes. The Republican House can't pick their own leader. This is who you, America, voted for. You want to know the truth, America? It's time to get this republic stood up, get us in our rightful place so we can actually turn the power and the authority of this government over to you, the American people. But you have to want it. And if you don't want it, then by God, welcome to your world because you're going to get every single little thing coming down the road. It's time to wake up, America. This is 2023. We ain't playing around. The mark of the beast is there. You better get used to it. It's in the form of a COVID shot. They're forcing it on you. My wife got a letter just a week ago, and she's not on Medicaid, but you know what? If you're not uh, vaccinated, you can lose Medicaid. It's step by step. You better read your Bible. You better read Revelation 13. You better understand what it says about having the mark of the beast. Because the reality is the matrix is staring you right in the face. That moment in time is before you. It's here. You have a choice to make, America, and it's real simple. 
You only have two choices, live or die. Republic or death to America. That is your reality, and that is your choice. Stand us up. If the Republicans can't even pick their own leaders, by God, the Republic already has their leadership ready to go. All you have to do is want us, call us, write us, email us, tell us that you're ready for us. But we need to get stood up. Roger, ever since we had this conversation, I've done a little research and watched a little of the proceedings. I Googled to find out what our uh, Colorado representatives had voted. And I know these people are secondhand, and I know the people in between uh, our relationship. And and, uh, she's aware of our republic and is supportive of our group and can't make a – has to watch her step. She's under attack, like we all are, and she's doing what she can do within the ranks. I do have faith in that. I find it interesting that both of our Republican representatives from Colorado have voted against McCarthy. It was pretty well solidified for me when I saw a news clip of him walking to a, a reporter's microphone wearing his nice suit with uh, red tennis shoes. Yeah. And it all began to make sense that these bunch of holdouts, the ones that don't seem to fit what we've elected them to do or finally do what we've elected them to do, and because of our ignorance and our perspective, we were finding fault with them uh, because they're not uh, getting another Republican rhino yeah. elected to run our government. And uh, with that information, I have a clear perspective on where I, my position is on this conversation. If you elect McCarthy, you're you're electing status quo. It's going to be the same O, same O, all the way through yep. to the next 2024. And then, by God, I'm going to run for president because I've run the Senate and the House. And, you know, I've done all these great, wonderful things. It's status quo. It's the yep. same thing over and over. Being you get a different result. And we all know what that is. That's called insanity. Well, folks, chaos is ruling and running D.C. Today is a prime example of it. Last night, we saw on Monday Night Football how a massive group of people can come together very quickly, very quickly. But today, you saw the exact opposite. Which do you want? That's your choice. Governor? I do believe that it's part of the uh, soap opera that the American people is being led through so that their perspective can be changed a little bit and and they can be more fully aware of of who they are. So they have a choice then of whose jurisdiction they want to be be under, free men or slaves. Uh, You look back in history uh, to the Civil War, there was a lot of slaves that didn't want their, their freedom. I mean, they he said, you know, we'll, we'll come back to work for you, Mr. Landowner, if you'll provide for me and my family. You know, we'll work for you. We we, we know our jobs, and, and, you know, we just want to, you know, blend in and, and, you know, try to get used to this new responsibility that we have as, as uh, free Americans, quote, unquote, according to what we're taught. They needed a time to adjust that perspective. And this is the days we're in today. 
our perspective is getting adjusted a little by a little. Kind of like well, when you launch a missile, just, it doesn't go up and it goes 90 degrees. Usually it has an arc to it, uh, a curve. 20 years ago, the movie The Matrix first came out. Now, they've had a couple of movies in that franchise, but that whole scenario was about the reality of the world that the Illuminati lives in. And for those of you who think the Illuminati is a game or something, no, it's real. All you got to do is go down to, to Chase Manhattan Bay, walk in, talk to the people in charge, and you're talking to the Illuminati because they're your bankers. That's who the Illuminati is. They're your rich families. They run and rule over everything, or so they think. But the Matrix was a signal from the Illuminati to their followers of what is coming down the road. The Illuminati does it constantly. Every time a this this new movie about with, with Tom Cruise and Maverick, it's got signals in it. You better better be aware. One week maybe we'll talk about that because they're as clear as day if you know what to look for. But the signals are there because he is, he's a big player in that world. Even though they, they have their little stats, Tom Cruise, he belongs to an organization called the church that plays right into the hands of the Illuminati. So all his movies have a message underlining of what you think it's really being said. So, you know, one week we'll, we'll, we'll discuss signals and the handshakes and the hand signs of the Illuminati because they're real and they're talking to each other right now. They're, they're telling each other what one is going to do to the other and how they're going to accomplish their, their end game. And that's to bring forth the Antichrist, to bring forth the false prophet, and hopefully kill every Christian on planet Earth. That's their goal. And they've got a good start. And you know what? The Bible tells us that that's going to happen. And we're there. Now, the question remains, what are you going to do about it? What is your choice? Welcome to the waking up process. From my perspective, it all lines up. It's really simple because it doesn't matter if I want to go cashless and I own the world and I own the corporation that might not see as much profit because we went to the cashless society. So be it. Eventually, those people will starve out and they'll want my groceries. And meanwhile, I own, I'll take it as a loss to further the agenda of all the other entities that I own. So I can't afford all this humanity and all this confusion anymore, so I'm going to put an end to it, and we're going to create this vax. We're going to force this down those people's throats. They'll accept it because they've got to die in natural causes to retain their value of their birth certificate bonds. If they send them to war, we don't get their death certificate bonds. And so... It needs to be natural causes and will eliminate 95% of the world's population and will control what's left and we'll be the ones in control. And this is the reality and we'll take a loss here and we'll take a loss there 
because in the end, we're going to recoup it multiple times over. And this is yeah, our reality. But, but, and so this is the bullshit that they're putting us through. And I'm not saying that it's right. It's just you got to understand what's the source. And the source is is your perspective. If all these people were who they are, that say they're free men, that say they have rights, that say they're for the Constitution, if they'd all get their shit together and get it in one bag and stand together regardless of their differences, it wouldn't be long, but we'd have our own authority in numbers. But people would rather talk about it. See, I'm holding your right to be you. So give me some respect. What you said is a little disrespectful about grassroots and top-down because I'll challenge it to the core of what you're talking about because you're going to go back to common law, the right of communities to be themselves, which is what I'm standing for your right to do. So don't give me anything but respect. And if the republic is top-down, you're darn straight. you got it right because we worship the God that gives us that right of freedom, the same God that you worship. So it is a top-down. And we represent to the world that authority for you to be who you are. And so you didn't quite say it in a respectful position that says people like Governor Carpenter and Mr. Henning and his wife, Jean, who wrote books and documentaries are trying to educate people as to these facts. You put it in a little skewed situation. You said, I'm all for grassroots stuff, but I'm not so sure about top-down. Well, what was that implication? And you're right. We represent a concerted effort of voices to be organized to, to the world because the consequences are if we don't do this, then every treaty and everything comes into effect and the new world order comes into play and the UN steps in because we don't have a government. We're a government. We're a country without a government. They've collapsed our economic system. They've collapsed our food system. They've collapsed our egg system here in Colorado just recently. First of the year, eggs doubled. If you don't give a hen free range, so many square feet for hen, then you can't sell eggs. Not to your neighbor, not to anybody out here. So how right. much are we going to take before we put aside our differences and say we're going to come together as and be who we say we are, a republic, an organized representative government, and we are building this foundation by foundation, community by community, and blood by blood and heart and soul by each individual that finally recognizes that he has a voice. And this is the way we can make our voices stronger is together. I'm trying which, to encourage which, people to have that right, to take that right, responsibility. Yeah, I'm calling uh, from uh, New York, and okay. uh, what I'm what I'm wanting to know is who are, who is in New York that I could get a hold of, who we could work together uh, on the ground. Um, I don't know who to contact. I'm looking for somebody here in New York, New York State. Okay, my friend. Uh, if you'll go to our website, uh, Republic for the United States of America dot org, and you can uh, sign up for emails. And you can um, include your request at that time, I believe. If not, there's a contact the admin, 
and offer your uh, offer your uh, offer uh, contact, and that'll be passed down through respective channels, and you'll be contacted. Uh, we do this out of privacy and protection of those people that step right. forward and, and choose to do so. Uh, but maybe they're not as comfortable in having the world know who they are as the people right. on this podcast are. So, I'd like to find people who are of uh, of like mind. Um, I, I hear, you know, on the call and, and, uh, but I mean, who's my neighbor, you know, who, who are we yeah. that are all thinking this way? If there are people here, I'd like to find out who they are. That's correct. I agree a hundred percent. And I'm sure that uh, we'll put you in, tr- in, in touch with those people. Um, but the yeah, conversation yeah. has to start somewhere and that's how you do it is go on the website, uh, get emails and uh, contact the admin. Um, and offer up your uh, request, and you'll you'll be contacted. Let me give you a couple more options, Mike. Uh, you can go to uh, a very basic website here for a Colorado Free State dot org, and uh, send an email to Colorado Free State for contact information with your uh, you would include your phone number. I'll come to my desk as governor here at Colorado Free State, and I'll also commit that. The push comes to shove. I understand logistics in the middle of the winter, everything going on, the battles we face. But even if we can just do a, a phone conversation or a Zoom meeting or something, you know, I'll be happy to set that up and attend, you know. So uh, where there's a will, there's a way. Let's just put this in perspective for everybody listening so that they get a clear understanding of what we're up against. No, no punches pulled. You know, back in 2010, 2012, we were hitting the exponential curve, and we got divided, and our president got incarcerated. President James Timothy Turner trumped up charges, sent to Merriam, spent years in Merriam in, in horrible conditions, uh, but stood firm. And, and uh, I praise the Lord, he's on his way. He's on his way out. Now that ought to tell us something in parentheses, and I'll just let it go with that. Um, at least on uh, you know conditional. So call in ankle breast and confinement and stuff. But at least he's out or on his way out. Praise the Lord for that. That tells us something. So anyway, let's go on down this rabbit hole. So the Republic got divided, and it's been divided several times. But there's been a few people that have survived that haven't sucked in and gone down alternate routes unknowingly and with good intentions and got sucked into the big vacuum cleaner and got the flypaper attached. And we're them. The people that have managed to sustain this battle for 10 or 12 years. There's a, in that time, there's been COVID, there's been age, and there's been a lot of attrition in our ranks. And communication has been one of the biggest because now we're left as survivors on a downhill exponential curve, but we're still here, we're still alive, and we need qualified people to stand up and be who they say they are, to bring their resources to the table, so that we can have communication channels that can expedite this knowledge that we're out here offering the American people. But I think that with the quantum system and everything in play, the white hats know what's going on. And they're in control of our ignorance. And we're we're headed there. We're so close. You know, first of all, God is not going to ask you on Judgment Day, what did you do to make the world a better place? He's going to ask you, what did you do for my son? How did you promote my son? 
we're supposed to lead people to the to the Father. No, we don't save them, but the Father is the only one that does save them. But we are to lead them. We're to show them. We're to plant the seed. That's all we can do. Now, once we do that, our job is completed. The Holy Spirit takes over after that, and he does the rest. In the book of Matthew, chapter 13, it talks about four different types of seed. Three don't make it. One does. So the next time you're sitting in Walmart, just waiting around, count the people as they walk by. One, two, three, four. Four makes it. One, two, three, four. Four makes it. That's one out of four. That's the biblical number system. That's why he says, wide is the road that goes to destruction, narrow is the road that leads to heaven. Now, as far as this republic is concerned, we can do nothing except plant the seed of what the republic is, because this republic is not man's creation. This is God's creation. It's God's government taken from the word, his very word, and put into play by our founding father. It's an alive entity, if you want to say that, because the word of God is an alive entity. It lives. It is the Son. John 1, 1. John 1, 14. Now, the reason I say that is because people get the misconception that the republic is the answer for all. That was the problem back in 2010, 2011, 2012. The republic's going to pay my mortgage off. The republic's going to get me out of court. The republic's going to do all these No, that's not our job. That's your job as an individual. What we do as a republic is we guarantee the state that it has a republic form of government. The Constitution lays that out. The only job of the federal government is to ensure the fact that the state of Indiana, that the state of California, that the state of Colorado has and is protected on having a republic form of government. That means the people rule. The people always have the power in the republic. The federal government's job is not to make sure you got a job. It's not to make sure you get a check on welfare. And it's not to make sure that you can travel internationally or anywhere in the country. Their job is to make sure you are safe in your house in your city, in your state. That's our job as the republic. Anything other than that falls on the state. It's your state's job, your state's opportunity. It's your state that governs you. You are not a citizen of the republic. You are a citizen of your state. That is the nuts and bolts of what the republic is. So, We do not have a top-down government. We have a bottom-up government. The government 
as a whole, the national government provides safety for the state. That's where the people reside. This has been the problem. The 14th Amendment of the corporation took that away and made you a federal citizen. We, the republic, are going to give you your citizenship back to your state where it belongs. That way you govern yourself as people. That's where we are. Now, all I can tell you is all you have to do is look at C-SPAN or look at the news and see daily what's going on in D.C., and you can tell that they got things so well under wraps. They know what they're doing. All I see is chaos. From what what is read in the Bible, God's Word, and what's being preached out there by the churches out there, is they're saying, when I come up against these pastors, I, I say, look, they tell me, Joe, you're not going to save the republic. Your job is to go out there and win souls or to preach the gospel, to uh, bring people to Christ. That's your job. And then, and then if the people wake up, you know, then the nation will wake up and then God will heal the nation. But right now, it's not looking like that. Prophecy's being fulfilled. The end is coming. You've got to go to the book of Exodus, and you've got to see where this happened before. It took place in Egypt, and there was a little town called Goshen. Goshen was the city of the slaves. That's where Moses and all his people lived. And every time a plague came upon Egypt, it ruined everything in Egypt except Goshen. And that's what hardened Pharaoh's heart over and over. And when the tenth plague came, Moses was given instruction to put the blood up on the doorstop so the, the death angel would go over. It only worked in Goshen because they listened to the word. Now, how will we do that today? The republic's job is to educate the people not on what the government is, but who God is, who the Holy Spirit is, who the Son is. We are to lead people to the kingdom of heaven. That is the republic's job. When we do that, then God will bring down his spirit, and this republic will get stood up. But until we do that, we're going to have calls like this and weeks upon weeks of nothing ever getting done because nobody is doing it the way the Word of God says to do it. They want their little own sect to do it their way. You got the Jehovah's Witness and all these other ones out there, and all they know is to fight each other. I'm right, you're wrong. No, the Bible is right, everybody else is wrong. This is okay, where the okay, Republic all right, Okay, oh, okay, okay, I got you on that point. The Almighty. Then the pastors have a problem, don't they? Because yes, I'm having a problem getting them over oh, to the Republic, yes. Well, let me explain that to you. When people see who they really are in Christ and why our country was uh, founded so that free men and women could... Uh, Bible-believing, moral people could worship as they see fit and be secure in their homes. That's the foundation. That's what everybody, that's part of the deception. That's what everybody's belief system is, regardless of how we got there. But yet we find that 
We've abdicated our responsibilities for self-government to a corporation that's enslaved us, that is invested in our future in their in a monopoly game, and that we're on our way out because they found a way to uh, eliminate humanity by their rules that they wrote and keep all the money. Because rule number one always applies, and so we're in that process. And the Bible tells us that in the wheats and the tares and in the curses and in the horses that this is going to happen, and Roger can go into a deep dissertation on all of that. But we're at that time, uh, and Mike referred to it as the harvest. And so there's a lot of terror out there in our field, friends, and we're, we're watching them get removed. The problem the pastors have is that we've raised up a bunch of people to believe in Christ and to read the Bible and to re- have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, and now they're rebelling because they realize who they are. And we're governed by man's rules and man's laws. They're an authority over us and the denominations that we represent. And so there's a conflict here in the spiritual realm because the churches have birthed this and now they don't know what to do with it. And we are who we say we are in the Republic. If you claim to have Christ as your Savior and the Lord as your ultimate taskmaster, and you're not who you say you are by demanding that right and standing up for it and joining together under that form of governance of the Constitution that our forefathers gave us, the right to exist. That's why our flag wasn't on the, the notice of all these flags that go out there that are patriot people that mean well, that they represent a bad thing for society. Well, we own their flag, and they know it. And they didn't put our flag on that poster because that would have been a declaration of war. This is Representative Mark Finer. And I just kind of wanted to say that um, the Republic is formed out of God, love, nature, and, and uh, nature's God. And it's there to protect your rights, but it has to be stood up. And uh, that would solve most of the problems we're dealing with right now in uh, government and finance and stuff if, if a republic was stood up and was fully functional. Because then you'd throw all the corporation stuff out of the way. Because we plan on rehab- re-inhabiting back to, say, um, 1864 or so, for sure before 1871, and then going forward from that. All the uh, laws that were enacted by the corporation are null and void anyway, because they're, they're done in dishonor. So um, I'd like to just open up a prayer because i got a congressional call here in a little bit. Elohim, our Heavenly Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus to give you praise and glory for so many victories in the spirit and the natural this past year. And we look forward to what we will transpire in this year of 2023. We look to you for guidance in all matters that are up and coming to restore liberty throughout this land we love. America. For we know through the teachings of your holy word that you can't have justice without truth, and you can't have liberty without justice, and you can't have self-governance without God and a moral compass, and you can't have a moral compass without careful study of the Holy Bible we were given to learn. So let us not fall short in the tasks that you give us, Father. Bring your glory and your presence in our lives, and in that presence, our protection and victory over unrighteousness shall be guaranteed. So stand by us, Father, when we are called to spiritual battle and to conquer our foes 
by the blood of the land and by our testimony, and by having the gospel armor on, and after we do all that we can, to stand. Today your prophets call us to call down our enemies' works. So in the name of Jesus, we call down the illegitimate governments known as corporations. We decree and declare that all their unrighteous legislation and executive orders are made null and void, and that lawful legislation is put in their place and brings the restoration of our rights, our liberty, our morality, and restored wealth from unconstitutional taxes of every kind, including usury and reparations for crimes against humanity, with restorations sevenfold in accordance to the Bible. So we call down all the enemy's plans to lie, steal, kill, and destroy, and in their place restore true humanitarian aid and comfort to those countries that are in need. We pray all this according to your will, your word, and your plan, Father, in the name of Jesus, our Savior. So God save the Republic. Thank you, Father, and amen. And thanks, gentlemen. As we close up, it's, our, it's not our responsibility to convince you that you need to be who you are or who you want to be. Your reality is what exists in your head and in your future and in your target. So if enough of our realities all were the same, then everything would change. It's just the way the laws of nature, nature's God is. And so that aspect is for everybody to, to figure out for themselves. Those that want to have a standing and do something about it, like this gentleman from New York, we applaud you. And I know there's many others. Lieutenant Colonel Marriott, we talk about, and a wonderful lady, dignified lady, officer, retired. There's many of us, as we know, that are coming together to be recognized under the J Treaty, our first international treaty as a country. Guarantees us Republican perpetuity. But they're talking about the governance of the people. Okay? So if there had been 13 or 14 colonies out there and everybody said, this is uh, Connecticut. No, this is New York. No, this is Florida. Then they would have had to have made treaties with all these different countries. But as a big country, it included the whole continent. And so we have the responsibility of keeping that flame alive. And we're seeing it grow and grow as the knowledge expands. So this is the meeting place where we begin, like what uh, Mike from uh, New York brought up. How do we come together? How do we figure out a communication system? How do we find people like mine where we can make a louder voice than one person? And that's our whole objective here tonight, I thank everybody for coming to the table. This is your reality. Are you who you say you are? And how do you get there? Being a military man, traveling all over the world in different venues, both Marine and Navy, I got many boosters, many shots, many vaccines, been sick half my military life. Get out of the military. That kind of cleared up, but I kept getting the flu shot, kept getting sick with the flu until 2000, last flu shot, the last time I got sick with the flu. How interesting that is. I have become a firm believer that this republic is the only thing that's going to save America, but 
Listen to me, America. The point is, you have to want it. If you don't want it, what's coming down the road is you don't want. Believe me. You've got to choose the correct and the right way. And that's God's way, not man's. God. Next Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we will be here, like we always are, taking your calls, interacting with the good people out there of our republic. Folks, I'm going to tell you right now, right now this is the only platform that gives you, the people, a voice. A voice that, that, can't, that will not be denied, and that's freedom. Yelling for freedom and liberty and justice for all and restoring our republic. Everybody, God bless our republic.